Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, head over to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about three reasons why your weight is creeping up. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. So there are three kind of key reasons that we've identified why your weight may be creeping up. And this is specifically for women who are over 40 and about all, all the clients we work with are either in their 40s or in their 50s or occasionally in their 60s. Um, and we speak to so many women who have just found it more difficult to lose weight since turning 40. So they find that they're stepping on the scales at the end of every week and they're seeing that number just slowly, steadily going up week after week, month after month, year after year. And what makes things even worse is that nothing that they try seems to get that number going down. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you're in that same situation where you've been trying all of the things that used to work in your 20s or in your 30s, but now you get on the scales and you just see zero results from all of that hard work, which can be really, really frustrating. And this can leave so many women stuck in a position where they're kind of choosing what to wear based on covering up problem areas instead of choosing what they like. They've stopped enjoying shopping for clothes. They're not enjoying going on holiday again. It can be a really, really difficult situation. And women can end up spending a lot of time and energy worrying about their weight spiraling out of control and worrying that this is just going to be a thing that goes on and on and on. And their weight will just keep creeping up and up and up. And one of the the main reasons that this happened happens is what I call what we call kind of the hormone block. So the reason for this is that women's, the way that women's bodies and hormones um, change as they get older. So as they approach the menopause, so there are loads and loads of different things which can happen, changes which can take place as women approach the menopause. Um, Things like hot flushes, things like disturbed sleep. um, So many different problems. I've suddenly gone blank on my mind, but there are so many different things. Aching joints. There we go, yeah. Or sleep. Brain fog. (laughs) That's one of the ones that that kind of doesn't get talked about as much is it can also make it easier to gain weight, especially around the middle because of the way it affects hormones and it could make it more difficult to lose that weight again. And the problem with most diet plans, most kind of mainstream diet plans is they're never really, they were never designed for women who are approaching the menopause. They were just designed for your average person, your average men or man or woman. Um, And they don't take any of these hormonal changes into account, which is why so many women end up stuck. They end up trying those diets and they just see no results. So how can you escape from this? What can you do instead? Well, the thing that we've found that has worked for our clients, the thousands of women over 40 that we've been working with since like 2014 now, is to basically take a completely different approach. You need to just throw out all of that stuff, that kind of all of those general approaches and you need something which is specifically designed to work for you and your body and your hormones. And there are kind of two key things to focus on. I'm going to give you like two tips you can really put into action off the back of this. And the two things I would say to focus on are basically it's it's all around eating and exercising in a way which is specifically designed for you and your body. So when it comes to exercise, we've done podcasts and, and trainings and things on this before, but the key thing is to choose what we call low impact strength training rather than high intensity cardio. You want to choose something which is low impact, 
but which is based around lifting weights. So any kind of resistance training that could be kettlebells, dumbbells, it could be doing weights in the gym, it could be body weight training, but you want to be doing resistance training as opposed to things like gym classes or spinning or intense running or anything where you're kind of jumping around and trying to get your heart rate up really high. And the reason this works is, um, Rob will go into, the, go into this in a bit because he's going to talk about, about stress, but it basically avoids overstressing the body, the, um, the body and it allows the hormones to be in a place where you're able to lose body fat as effectively as possible. So with exercise, you want to focus on low impact strength-based exercise. And then the other side of it is with eating. It's essentially just taking a really, really simple approach. But the key thing is just to track what you're eating and aim for a sensible amount. So you want to avoid cutting calories down really low and starving yourself. So again, this is all about not stressing the body too much. And then as well as that, you also want to make sure that you're making good food choices about 80% of the time, because the healthier you eat, generally, if you eat healthy enough, your body will work efficiently, your hormones will work efficiently, and you're going to see the best possible results. And if you keep the food intake that you're taking in quite high as well, at a nice, sensible, sustainable amount, again, that, that stops your hormones and your metabolism from being affected, which when you've got all of this other hormonal fluctuation going on, you can't kind of, um, you can't afford to also be messing around with your hormones by cutting down on calories and doing anything really drastic and really stressful to the body. And a good way to look at this, it's kind of like, like comparing an approach that will work for somebody in their twenties with an approach that's designed for women in their forties is almost like comparing a washing machine to a dishwasher. So they both look like a similar machine on the outside. They're both like a square box with buttons on them. You press the buttons and they, they were around, they make a noise. But if you were to put your place into the, into the washing machine, it's going to be a disaster. They're going to get spun around at 12,000 RPM, smash into millions and millions of pieces. And it's just like if you follow a program which is designed for, say, if it's designed for a man who's age 21 and you're a woman who is age 46, it's, it's also just not going to work. It's just not the right fit. It's not, thing, it's, it's not the right tool for the job. So the key is just finding the right approach for you and your body and your hormones. And I think just to point out as well, you said you could do something for a man that's 21, but also even if it was designed for a woman, as Ben said, a woman in their 20s, and we're going to go into, into the stress factor as well in a minute, but a woman in their 20s is very different. And you will know this if you're a woman in your 40s. Your lifestyle is very different. Your hormones are very different from that woman in their 20s or even a woman in their 30s. Because as Ben said, when in the run up to menopause, which can actually be much longer than is often recognized, people think that you're either not menopausal or then you're menopausal. Actually, it can be five, 10 years of hormones slowly shifting and the perimenopause is such much earlier than you may even notice that anything happening. So it's very common for people age 40 to even respond very differently to exercise, to respond very differently to eating and need to take a completely different approach. Even if you can't quite tell yet why the weight isn't going up, it's very likely that you could be experiencing some of these changes as well. So it doesn't matter if it's for a man or a woman, if it's even just designed for a woman of the wrong age range, again, it's not really going to work. Now, another thing which makes it more difficult for women over 40 is kind of the stress that comes with balancing a busy career and a hectic family life. Like most of the women we speak to have done very well in their career to provide their family with the best possible life and really support them. But it does also mean that they're in back-to-back -back meetings all day. Now it's during lockdown, they're in Zoom calls all day, 
They barely have time to eat or drink. They barely have time to grab lunch. Often they're taking lunch at their desk. Then they're constantly at this, this heightened stress level because they're always in the firing line at work. They're managing a team. People are coming to them constantly, asking them for help. And they've got to deal with all the people problems that come with managing a team. But then they're also having to report to directors and people high up in the company if anything goes wrong. And it really does fall on them. So they have to perform at a really high level. And on top of all of that, the women we work with are often also responsible for the household at home. Many of them have children, so they're responsible for cooking for everyone, cleaning, ferrying the kids around, paying the bills, making sure the household runs smoothly, as well as a really, really, really busy career. So it's no wonder that women in this situation often end up turning to food or turning to drink or turning to different things to deal with the stress because for them, life is just work, 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 and then they come home and then it's even more work in terms of family responsibilities and a lot of the time they're also then having to jump back on the laptop in the evening after everything's sorted and then finish off more work maybe with a glass of wine or a pack of crisps and the problem is if there's no structured outlet for this stress you will find one anyway your mind your body will find some way to deal with that stress so if you don't have a structured outlet for it you'll find one that's probably not going to be the most productive one and this creates what we call the stress body, the stress body because Often people turn to food or they turn to alcohol to kind of numb the stress. So that comfort of a big pack of crisps in the evening or a pack of nuts and a glass of wine, which may end up turning into the bottle and perhaps just numbing out in front of the TV. Either we all do it from time to time. I've got hooked on Married at First Sight Australia at the moment <laughs> in the TV in the evenings. But if, if this is out of balance, what tends to happen is, you know, this is combined with eating or drinking to, to numb that pain or just to deal with that stress or to get through a stressful day, even turning to sugary snacks as pick-me-ups or turning to caffeine. And the problem is often the foods people turn to when they're stressed and then they're exhausted are really high in calories. They're really low in nutrition, meaning that they end up eating way too much for their activity level and for their age. And as Ben pointed out earlier as well, when you're going through things like very early perimenopause in your forties, you, you may even not know it's happening. Your metabolism is going to slow down. It slows down with aging anyway. It's compounded by this. And that means that if you're eating all this stuff or drinking this stuff, you can't get away with it. Like you may have been able to 10, 20 years ago, especially if you're in a sedentary job down now. So what it means is the body has no choice, but to store all this excess food and drink that's coming in all these excess calories as fat. And on top of this, so that's not the only thing, the stress hormone cortisol actually slows down fat loss and encourages fat storage around the middle, especially. So it's exactly the area you don't want to be storing more fat in when hormonal changes like menopause already encourage more fat storage around the middle. It's an increase in testosterone comparative to a decrease. Well, it's a decrease in estrogen, which means testosterone rises during the menopause. And that means you store more fat around the middle anyway. And then, as I said, stress then makes this worse. Stress then makes you more likely to store even more around there. So it's kind of like, a double whammy that many women blame on hormones alone, but stress is another big contributor that's kind of combining with the hormonal thing to make it twice as bad. And it's a big contributor to that middle-aged spread. So if you do want to get the scales moving and ditch that middle-aged spread, then you actually need to do something intentional to manage the stress better. You need to have a strategy to managing the stress. You can't just let the stress do what it wants and force you into drinking, eating, etc. So what we recommend is you add in some stress outlets and this is something we help our clients to do. So you could, first of all, add in some form of exercise and it doesn't have to be much. And Ben's going to talk about time in a minute. We always work on giving people the minimum 
amount of anything, the minimum sort of dose, the minimum amount of work they need to do to get the maximum results. So just a little bit of exercise each week can help to de-stress, whether that's low impact strength training that Ben talked about earlier, which is going to work really well for losing fat as well. Um, it could be yoga. It could just be walking outdoors. Like I try and get outdoors and walk every day. I did it this morning, even though we didn't have the dog today, just to get a bit of sunlight, get a bit of vitamin D it helps you feel a lot better and helps you kind of process the stress of the day as well. Another thing that really helps and our clients find really beneficial, and I've got a couple of testimonials I'll go through in a minute from clients is meditation. So just a couple of minutes a day, you can use an app or you can use other techniques that we teach. Just a couple of minutes a day of meditation can really help to dissipate the stress. And the, one of our meditation teachers that we've actually had on the podcast, Arjuna, um, he always says that it's kind of like, stress is kind of like a shower that's on and it's showering into the bath. So it's filling a bath up with water and you can imagine your stress level is like the water level and meditation is like taking the plug out and allowing that water level to fall and if you never take the plug out then all you're going to do is that water level is going to rise and rise and rise and rise the tap's always left on if you're in a busy career and then it eventually overflows and causes all sorts of problems it causes all sorts of mess so you need to take that plug out and meditation is one of the ways to do that Another thing you can do is some written mindset work. So we do this with our clients through a, a tool called the Thought Transformer. So they get the stressful thoughts out of their head and onto paper. And it then means they can focus on what's important and they can also process these thoughts. And another thing that's very simple, but again, a lot of people kind of sacrifice as they get really into the, the career and the, looking after the family is having some quality time with, a, with an important person. So it could be with your other half just taking an evening off maybe without the phones or put your phones to one side and have dinner together or something very simple like that. And it's not just one of these things, like a combination of these things will give you enough stress outlets. That means you don't have to turn to food and to turn to drink. And I've got a couple of examples of clients who, who've done this really successfully. So the first one is a client of mine called Nanette. And I actually spoke to her last night. I speak to her every Thursday and um, she's made huge, huge ground with, with managing her stress level. She holds herself to a very high standard in her job. She works um, for a school near Birmingham, which is in a deprived area. And she's a manager there, high up manager. And um, she takes it very seriously. But she realized she was carrying this stress all day and carrying this stress home as well and taking it out on her kids and on her family. And that's all changed now. So what she said was before I started Trinity, I was kidding myself saying I was a size 14 when actually I was a size 16. It's constantly tired and eating due to stress. Since joining Trinity, I've lost 10.5 pounds and lost five inches from my waist. That's pretty significant, five inches off her waist. And she said, I feel stronger and have more stamina. Um, I deal with things more calmly and recognize what, my, what many positive things I have. Ready to start the next 12 weeks and recognize that my well-being is, um, for my well-being, this is a change for life. So I didn't do very well reading that, but the point is she said she deals with things much more calmly and obviously she's seen much better results in terms of her health and fitness as well. And then another one of my clients, Sarah Spencer said, um, I'm a stone down and making exercise a part of my life now. I never thought I'd enjoy it. So first of all, she's been exercising, helping her deal with the stress as well as see good results. And she actually enjoys it now and she never thought she would. Um, she said, meditating has really helped my stress levels in turn, helped me with my relationships and helped me not to turn to poor food choices. I now make myself a priority. I do have time to do stuff for myself and I have more mental and physical energy when I train consistently and eat the right foods. So that's another great testimonial showing how looking after yourself, how having these stress outlets has led to much better results physically, but also uh, mentally as well. Yeah, it's really good. I love, uh, I love a good success story for my clients. Um, so yeah, so we've talked so far then about how you can be impacted by hormones, can make things more difficult. Stress can then add on to that, make things even more difficult. 
And kind of the, the third factor here is, you know, we've given you, we've already come up with some strategies. Rob's just said, given four strategies to deal with stress, I've given four strategies to deal with those changing hormones. But all of those things do have to fit into your life. You do have to find time to fit those things in. And one of the biggest challenge that, challenges that is faced by the women that we work with is finding time to keep themselves fit and healthy. So finding time for that mind, mindset work, finding time for those workouts, finding time to cook food and to make healthy meals. And it can feel impossible when there are constant demands for your attention from both home and from work when you're in that really, really busy life. And many women that I speak to, they barely get a moment in the day to sit down and to just relax, let alone to fit in any kind of, any kind of time-consuming workout program or a difficult fiddly meal plan or meal prep or anything like that. And a lot of this time, this, a lot of times this leads to women giving up because it feels like it's impossible. It feels like too much work. And they're thinking, how could I possibly fit all of this stuff in? And the problem with this is when they stop trying, that's when the weight starts to creep on. And the more weight that comes on, then the more time and effort it's going to take to get that weight off. And then the more difficult it feels to lose it. So it's kind of a downward spiral you can get into. But I think it's a common misconception though, that, that losing weight and getting fitter and dealing with all this stuff has to be really, really time consuming. And I think the reason many people believe that is that most programs and many programs do take up a lot of time. And a lot of the approaches, approaches that our clients use to follow they involve loads of time consuming things. For example, traveling to weekly meetings to just show up and get weighed in front of other people or turning up to the gym to, to work with a trainer or to attend classes. Or if you're exercising at home, it might've been five times a week or six times a week. I've heard people who've done programs which are like five days a week, morning and evening sessions, which is just crazy. Um, other things will make people plan and prep all of their meals in advance, which can be very time consuming. They won't allow people to just grab food on the go or go out for a meal or anything like that and make them follow really difficult, really complicated recipes with loads and loads of ingredients that take ages to make. And all of that stuff is really difficult to stick to. But the truth is it doesn't really have to be difficult or time consuming in order to get you the results you want. The key thing is it's not really about like, how much work you actually do. It's about doing the right work for you. So my advice to if, if you've struggled with these difficult and time consuming approaches is to find something firstly, it's just efficient for women over 40. So we talked about before, you know, having something that's, that's designed to work for your hormones. And we talked about how it's designed to work for your stress levels. If you have that program, which is designed to work for you and your body and your situation, then it's going to be more effective. And because it's more effective, you're not going to have to spend as much time doing it. So for example, um, you know, let's, let's say you've got a stain in the carpet and you use something which isn't very effective. You just try and clean it with, I don't know, a dry cloth with nothing on it. You could rub that stain and it will take you hours and hours. You might be able to get a bit of it up, but it's not going to make a difference. If you get a nice, powerful, effective carpet cleaner and you spray that into the carpet, you wipe it with a damp cloth, it's going to take you two minutes and you will have removed the entire stain. So when you have something different, something that's really effective, you don't have to spend as much time and as much effort to get the same results. So when you have an approach which is designed to work for you, you don't have to work so hard. You don't have to put in so much time. And how this kind of looks for our clients is we'll typically have people exercise around three times a week and it will all be done from home because then you don't have to travel to a gym. You don't have to travel somewhere else and, and waste more time. And it will typically take about 45 minutes. But then we also have like additional strategies where you can cut that down to 30 minutes if you're really pushed for time. So like absolute minimum, it could be three times a week, 
30 minutes, which is so easy to find compared to all of those other approaches I mentioned before. And then the other thing that we allow, that we use with our clients that means that they have more time is we allow them to eat the foods that they want and the foods that they enjoy with complete freedom. So for example, if you're cooking, if you're able to get the results you want, but cooking stuff that you already know how to make, that you already, you know, you could make them in your sleep. You can make it with your eyes closed. You don't have to put the effort into it. You're not having to look up recipes or search around the supermarket aisles for fancy ingredients you've never seen before. You just get the stuff that you normally would make you make food with it in the way that you normally would. It doesn't have to take any longer to prepare your food and to prepare your meals than it usually would. Um, the only thing that our clients might do differently to the way that they, they were doing things before or to your average person is that they will track the foods that they're eating. But with the, with the strategies that we give them to do that, that can be done so quickly and so easily. You know, we all, everybody now has a smartphone. I remember when we probably there was a time when we were coaching people and not everybody had a smartphone. So, but now everybody has a smartphone. There's no excuse, but there are things, tools you can get where you literally, you know, you scan the barcode on something that you've picked up off the shelf at M&S during your lunch break. And it, it tracks all of that food for you. And it's all, it's all figured out for you. So with the tools that we've got these days, it can be done so quickly and so easily. And we still have clients drop, like one to two dress sizes or lose kind of 15 to 25 pounds over a 12 week period, just doing those three short, simple workouts per week and eating in a completely normal way with, with freedom to, to do all those kind of time saving things that they normally would. So one of our clients who, who actually has been, has used some of these strategies and seen great success is Katie, who's a working mum of three. So Katie said, so many other diets out there are very negative. And when you approach them or, or are simply uh, do, do not offer achievable goals. I don't know what that was trying to say, and then results. And then, they leave you, and then they leave you feeling more confused than ever. But Trinity has given me the tools to take control of my food, my time, my mindset, my emotions in my, in my life for the way they teach it all just fits into your daily life. And I know now this is so much more than just for me. I've become a better mom. I no longer have my low days. And I am more tuned into my children. I have so much more energy to do all the things I need to do in a day. That's a testimonial from Katie. I think me and Rob here are now competing for who can butcher our clients' testimonials the most in the way that we're reading them out. Um, we're drawing now, I think. Yeah. This is your last chance. See if you can nail this one. more, yeah. I'll try and nail this one. So Jolie, so who's a mum of three boys who's working full-time, she said... It's become a way of life. It's given me structure and control whilst also being incredibly flexible. And finally, a fitness eating program that really works and fits in with my life and values. I feel fitter and leaner than ever before. I've got more confidence and have the knowledge to make good exercise and food choices. My husband is very pleased with the results and I'm a great role model for my boys. I think Trinity is just brilliant. I found a program that's really accessible and help has been on hand if ever I've needed it. The advice and goal setting is also realistic. So it's easy to understand what's possible within the time frame, and then achieve those results. There's also a great online community for help and encouragement. So yeah, Jolie has seen really, really good results. Uh, Katie's also seen really, really good results. And it hasn't had to take them loads and loads of time and effort and energy to, to make that happen. So there's just a couple of examples, Ben, I think won the testimonial battle there, but they're just a couple of more examples of the kind of results people are getting inside our Fit Over 40 program. It's not, A, it's balancing their hormones. It's also helping them manage their stress levels and achieve, you know, as Ben said, one to two stone weight loss in 12 weeks or so. That's our aim. 
and without it having to take up loads and loads of time. So Ben, where can people go if they want to find out more about this? So if you kind of, if you've related to anything that we've talked about today and you find yourself in that situation where your weight's steadily creeping up and you're unsure about the best method to do that, to bring that back down now that you're over 40, head over to www.fit40info.com and you can get all of the details of the program that, that these ladies we talked about today follow on that website. Excellent. So that just about wraps it up for today's episode of the Trinity podcast. Thank you so much for listening yet again, and we'll join you next Friday for the next episode of the Trinity podcast. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.